0: It is 5.08. Uh, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharad. First up this hour, a look at the Berseh rally that is happening tomorrow in front of Parliament that has not been all that straightforward. I want to make some sort of analogy of how the path from Taman Tugu to Parliament is a straight shot, but the path from the announcement of the rally to the happening of the rally has not been, but I don't know if it entirely works. So suffice to say that the announcement initially happened, uh, Berseh saying that they would be holding a Rally in front of Parliament, um, specifically to pressure the government into carrying out political reforms. I think it's quite purposeful as well because this week um, is when the sitting of Parliament also returns. Um, hence why, hence why it's the right spot. Um, and they initially asked the public to gather in front of Plaza Tugu Negara at eight AM tomorrow, encouraging people to wear either black or yellow clothes. And it is part of um, the Reformasi Seratus Peratus or Hundred Percent Reform campaign. So that was the announcement. It is still happening. But the path from the announcement to the happening was... um I think somewhat interrupted. There were a few, there speed were a few bumps. speed bumps. That's okay, it. There so it
1: is. <laughs> the speed bump. Kuala Lumpur Police Chief Aluddin Abdul Majid advised the public just, I think, yesterday, against participating in the gathering, saying that the organizers had yet to file a five-day notice of it, uh, which is required by law. Now, I think that's already happened. It happened yeah. in a meeting today at about one o'clock, and so it looks like everything's kosher with this particular march.
0: Yes, and if you. Um, wondering what it is that they're asking for what is the 100% reform um, that's being called for it There's a list. Um, There are a number of things. So protection for whistleblowers, freedom to request information from the government, that's one. A term limit for the Prime Minister, the Abolition of the Sedition Act, the limit of the PM's power to appoint key positions such as MACC and Election Commission, and uh, the separation of the roles of the Attorney General and the Public Prosecutor. If you've been paying attention, really, to the kinds of things that Berset has been talking about, for the last, for any number of years now, but also since this government took power, then I don't think any of this will be surprising to you. Actually, they have been pretty consistent in putting out the call for this.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, there's always a difference, I think, between uh, the urgency with a lot of activists feel that, you know, the reforms need to be pushed through, uh, the fact that the prime minister will have to... uh, uh, you know, aggregate the demands being made in uh, larger society within his coalition. Uh, the uh, some coalition members might be risk averse. Some of them are reluctant to disrupt the board. Others are much more willing to push ahead and push through some of the vested interests that have grown over the decades and and the uh, which are resistant to change. So all these, I think, are, um, are in the mix. Uh, but it's wonderful to see that uh, the country has come so far that uh, that a that a demonstration of people's concerns can be allowed and will be protected by the police. So that... Shirad, um, you were talking
0: about it from the point of view of activists. Uh, I think there's also the question of larger public sentiment on this notion of reform and, and so we'd like to hear from you. Do you support these calls for reforms and do you think that the pace of reforms in our country could be faster? That number to call is 7733 2900. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018 789 Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we will be speaking with the chairperson of Bursay, Faisal Aziz. Keep Keep it here, BFM
2: 89.9. Be firmly motivated, BFM
0: 89.9. It is 5.12, you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod, and we're talking today about the Bursae Rally that is going to happen tomorrow in front of Parliament, tomorrow morning. We are asking you, um, in light of the fact that the rally is to call or, or to continue to further the call for reforms that Berset has been putting out. Do you support these reforms? Do you think that the pace of reforms in our country could be faster? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 18 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now over the line is Chairperson of Berset, Faisal Aziz. Faisal, welcome to the show.
2: Yes, uh, thank you for having me.
0: So earlier today, you met with the police at Dang uh, Dangwangi to submit a memorandum as well as secure cooperation from the authorities for tomorrow's rally. What has been the outcome of the meeting?
2: All right, uh, first of all, uh, uh, we welcome the cooperation by the police uh, since we have sent a, a notice uh, to the police uh, in, in conjunction with the Peaceful Assembly Act. And uh over the discussion, uh it's not just about not uh just about sending the notice, but of course we have an hour plus uh meeting with uh police officers and over the meeting we agree to cooperate, especially in terms of ensuring the security, and the safety of the people, of the place, the traffic and so on. And no uh, you know, certain provocations that can cause uh, public disorder uh, to the public.
1: Now, Faisal, despite the initial warnings from the police against participating in the rally, are you expecting a significant turnout tomorrow? It is, after all, a, a weekday.
2: Yeah, uh, actually, uh, on that question, it's really uh, uh, up to the people. But of course, uh, as we have said uh, before, uh, the rally uh, that we announced is not versus six, or it is not the end but it is just the beginning so uh if you remember over the press conference that we did at the office uh during the uh, uh, decision uh by the Board on Najib we mentioned we really clearly to the public that uh we will monitor the government especially the MPs through the parliament session so uh tomorrow will be the first day of the debate uh in parliament in, in parliament so uh we announced tomorrow will be the beginning of uh, reformasi 100 peratus, 100% reformasi action uh, to build up the momentum for the uh, maybe really or yeah, it depends.
0: And uh, since you brought up reformasi 100 peratus, can you list out um, these reforms, I think, briefly for us and tell us why some go beyond the electoral system reform that Bersay has traditionally been associated with?
2: Yeah, uh basically we focus on uh, two main uh, reform agenda. First, uh electoral reform and secondly about institutional reform. Okay, on electoral reform of course uh we focus on uh the appointment of EC Chair and also the Commissioner. Where for us, uh of course uh we respect the right of Ton Agong uh under federal constitution to appoint the EC Chair through advice of Prime Minister. But for us uh there is a need to establish or to have a standing on the committee by Parliament, uh, we need to say we need to give more space to the Parliament to debate on the candidate of the EC chair and also the commissioner demo democratically and inclusively, so it will be bipartisan all political parties can have a debate have their representative in the committee and apart uh from that we also uh uh urge for the reformation uh, uh major uh reform of the election Offenses act. And also um we urge the HPR or the EC uh, to table uh, the election report in the parliament. We need to say in, in 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 the event of every election, at the state election or by election or general election, EC should be accountable to the parliament, they should uh, table uh, the report to the parliament, and it needs to be debated by all the MPs. And apart from that, uh, we also, as I said, we urge for uh, institutional reform, parliamentary reform, of course, about the uh, Parliamentary Services Act, and also not to forget the main issue, separation between uh, jurisdiction of Attorney General and also uh, public prosecutor. And we strongly reiterate our urge for the government to put a moratorium for the AG to give or to grant any DNA. This is not amount to appeal to any corruption cases.
1: Yeah, could we just could, um, go down that route for all the DNA? Because it's was a deeply political move when it happened, uh, with the Deputy Prime Minister being granted that. Uh, why is this so important? Why do you see this as something that the, the larger Malaysian public should be aware of?
2: Yeah, if you see uh, over the years, uh, okay, I, I'm taking from the PH uh, government start to to win the election since 2018 when Tun Mahdi was the Prime Minister. We can see um, where DNA was granted during that PH time when Lim Kwan Eng was granted DNA and I have to uh, be clear that we'll see during that time we also criticised the DNA given by the PH government led by Tun Mahdi to Lim Kwan Ang. And also uh, followed by, you know, after the t- during the era of Tansi and so and also Spain Sabi still the same DNA repeated uh, keep recurring g- granted to politicians on corruption cases and now y- you can see the same issue happen. So, for us, uh, the public sentiment is always there and my concern when every government if you keep changing the government but still the DNA is still there, it, uh can hamper the hope uh, I mean, from the public. So as if there is no end at the hope for the public to expect the accused or maybe, yeah, the alleged party to be in the full trial of the court of law.
0: And let's talk about the term limit uh, for the position of Prime Minister. Why is Berse proposing this and how do you see this implemented, whether through legislation or something like a political consensus?
2: Uh, okay, for the term limit, it is not costly. Uh, it just needs uh, parliament, I mean, uh, parliament session uh, to have a more discussion. Maybe they need to have some research, comparative research and so on. But it doesn't um, incur any major cost for, for the amendment of the constitution or the term limit of the prime minister. And for us, uh, it is timely as well because uh, we can see uh, absolute power corrupts Meaning to say, if you have longer time in the power, so you can do many things in terms of you know uh, have your own people in DLCs, in many other important uh, businesses, entities, and so on. So for uh, us, there should be enough time uh, for Prime Minister to just yes, sit in the tenure for to uh, to tenure. I mean for ten years.
1: We're talking about the Sedition Act now. The government has already said that it will amend it, carving out protections for royals, so that uh, that aspect of it uh, remains. Isn't this good enough?
2: Yeah. Uh, supposedly, there is a need uh, to review the Sedition Act because it was, I think, during the colonial time where I think uh, we still uh, use that kind of act. And it was seen during the British international time as a tool or weapon uh, to attack uh opposition because uh it was mainly used against the politician when was one when activists for example criticized one politician. It is not just the case criticise the royal but when for example in the case of Amireza uh and also in, in, in many other cases when they attack uh politicians from the national party. So uh of course it uh, it is something good. Uh, to review the sedition act, so that it will it will just focus on what does it mean by sedition. But of course, uh, the major things. Uh, I mean, uh, when we talk about the public order, about the royal and so on. Yeah, we need to look into it in detail, in depth. Uh, how how can we? Uh, I mean, uh, take into account all that factors. But of course, it needs to be reviewed.
0: And you've also included whistleblower protection to the list of demands. Talk to us about that.
2: Okay, uh, in the Whistleblower Protection Act, um, if you see or if you read Section 6 of Whistleblower Protection Act, you see that uh, you can expose, uh, for example, any corruption cases so long as it is not it is not contrary to the law. So it, it means as if it is undermined by Official Secret Act So, for example, when there is a case where official secret act or corruption cases, for example, covered by official secret act, classified as secret, for example, and it has something uh, uh, against or uh, against the invisible invisible protection act. So, it seems that official secret act will prevail. So, I think... uh, it's not just that about the Global Protection Act, but also we need to come together with the amendment of the official Act and also uh, the uh, enactment of uh, right to information. So all these three acts, I think, uh, need to be come together and over the discussion, of course, the three, the three acts, these three acts must be uh, a causal tradition.
1: Now, uh, you've mentioned uh, re- quite recently that you hope to have a meeting with the Prime Minister on the reform agenda. What kind of specific outcomes do you hope to achieve in, in a, such a meeting?
2: Yeah, um, of course, uh, we plan to and we hope to meet Prime Minister tomorrow. Uh, the first thing, of course, uh, we wish the government to expose or, or to uh, declassify the election reform uh the report made made by election reform committee, you know, during the page time, uh in twenty eighteen, there was a election there was an election reform committee, uh engagement several engagements over two years uh using the public fund to have that committees and to issue reports. And reports the report was there but still classified under uh Official of Secret Act. So uh the first thing was, I think the Prime Minister now, Dr. Chanel Bahim should declassified the document so that we can disuscitate the discussion on electoral reform. Because, for us, when we talk about electoral reform, everything is on the table. But it is a matter of... It is, de, uh, it is classified by obviously right. So, uh, and then, uh, secondly, of course, uh, we, we want uh, the promise or the timeline by the government. We, we understand that the current government uh, have a lot of things on the table. They are occupied with with the issue of the economy, inflation, ringgit, and so on. But at least when we meet the prime minister or the government, we want the government to underline the timeline. Uh, for example, the priority of the reform, uh, the report. For example, uh, separation between AG and PP. At least end of this year, the government should table the outcome of the research made by the government. For example, so timeline is very important so that we can know and we can follow up the progress of the Reform Agenda.
0: In closing, Faisal, where do you see the direction of Bersae going um, following this rally in, in the near future?
2: Uh, Bursaid, uh we are still objective when we talk about uh, Reform Agenda. For us, we are objective, meaning to say, uh we can be a push we can be vocal, uh, we can, you know, for uh, 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 really, uh, I mean, uh, any street protest, But, at the same time, we, we shall not discount the possibility of being part of the uh, partner, partner in the National Building Ministry. We still uh, have a good engagement with the MPs and with the Minister, with the government, or even with the Prime Minister. Because uh, for us, at the end of the day, it is not just it is about straight protests or uh fighting. uh But mainly, uh, our objective at least for these four years of the people's mandate, we can see more significant structural reform. So, I must am I'm, I'm very objective, my case, I uh, you know, holding this at least I want to see at least for these four remaining years of the people's mandate, we can see the significant reform, structural reform by the government.
0: Faisal, thank you very much for speaking with us. Thank you. That was Faisal Aziz, Chairperson of Bursay, talking to us ahead of uh, the rally that they are organising tomorrow. It will be happening in front of Parliament in conjunction, of course, with Parliament opening uh, for, I think, the third seating of this particular Parliament. Anyway, uh, we are asking you do you support this call for reforms? And do you think that the pace of reforms in our country overall could be faster? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station.
1: For more stories of the same kind. Download the VFM app.